0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to We're Gonna Need a Bigger Show. And you haven't seen that? Kind of?
1: It's however <laughs> you want to call it, because, yeah, it's it, it, this isn't a traditional...
0: You haven't traditional. seen Traditional. That was kind of drunk Bill Cosby.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Beautiful. Um. Thank you for that.
0: Should be a moratorium on Cosby impressions, I think, at this point. Yeah, it's, uh, kind, of a, it's kind of a sore subject. Yeah, uh, this is an interesting one because I had wanted to discuss this in depth on the show. Mm-hmm. You hadn't seen it. Yes. Um, and so instead of the, we don't really do like a sh- like a theme show where we talk about like recent blah blah blah. You yeah, know? yeah.
1: So it's usually just in passing.
0: Right. Um, so today we're going to watch it follows which you missed on its theatrical run Mm -hmm. And I have gotten a copy of yeah Um So what was there anything particular that kept you from going? Just time maybe
1: no, I mean, it's just one of those things like if generally if my wife isn't interested in it Then it's likely that it's going to take a while for me to see it. Okay, just because I don't do wait
0: Did you see furious seven with her? Yes. She liked, she wanted she, to see yeah, Furious Seven. Yeah, she did. No oh, shit. Yeah, isn't that that's weird? That's crazy. I'm okay. trying
1: to, ki- she, the other night did she, she like was it? like, are you going to try to convince me to see Fury Road? And I was like, I don't know, because it's one of those things where you don't want to, <laughs> as much as I think she would enjoy it, I don't want to be that guy that's like, do it, giving her the hard sell. Oh, and come then she, on. And then she doesn't like it. Yeah. And then I look dumb. That's, I don't, I think she would, but.
0: Well, that was with Aubrey when we went and saw Fury Road and mm-hmm. it follows for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um we we don't go to the movies together very often. Yeah, uh, she doesn't like to sit still for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, to, in telling her how much I thought of it follows, and then being like, I want to see it again. Yeah, and then she and I saw you Fury Road. Yeah, I was like,
1: I need you to go. I need you to see this movie. I need life. you to come with me.
0: Um, but then with yeah, like with Fury Road, it was like we were seeing it together for the first time. To, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, she dug. She dug both. Yeah. She was a little confused by some of it follows and, and had more questions, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, well, the whole thing was this movie should not have gotten a theatrical release. Not that it isn't the quality, but it was originally slated for directly video on demand. Mm-hmm. It did, it got so much positive buzz that they opened it on a thousand screens yeah, and then expanded that to 8,000 mm-hmm. or four and then eight, I think. Yeah. So that's impressive. That's kind of unprecedented. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a reason for that and being that you and I are filmmakers I think there's a lot of important uh, things to take away from this film mm-hmm. and so it was even more important for me to for you to see this film yeah so that's kind of yeah one, another reason I wanted to do this uh, and it and it follows this trend of great uh, modern horror films as art yeah um, I think that this is a work of art
1: yeah. So simil- similarly, with Mad Max, we have an artistic action movie. We have like an artistic horror movie. Yeah, and this. I
0: think maybe this this idea of of, of artful filmmaking, artful storytelling, in in this because I, I yeah I find there to be similarities in both. Mm-hmm. And I'll be curious if you do as well, and we can kind of dissect that afterwards. But, um, and not that film isn't art, because there are. I mean, to say that oh it's you know this new thing is outrageous. I mean that doesn't that's not true. Right. Right. But, you mean
1: that horror is an art?
0: Well, that filmmaking, I mean, oh, in, gotcha. in, like because you know, we're talking about I don't think this is a new genre, but I think what this is doing hasn't been done
1: in a long time. And the same or the attention of, it's getting is right. And I feel noteworthy. like the
0: same of, is true of Boba Duke and Starry Eyes uh Spring um, uh girl who walks home alone at night. Mm-hmm. So these films, you know, there's this strong it, it's just, you can tell that the filmmaker really has an eye uh, mm-hmm. for, for, you know, for style. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to peep this one. Well, I think we should we should say real quick that it, yeah. obviously it's not unbelievable that I haven't seen the movie. It's not. Right,
0: yeah, no. I mean, uh, this, again, it doesn't fit into that mold of you haven't
1: seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to treat it like that anyway.
0: But, yeah, just because I, I feel like it is an important movie. Um, I'll be curious if it plays as well here in the bigger show studio. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Yeah. You got anything else before? We well,
1: move? I have no. Pro- I have almost because I thought about this on the way over. I was like, we usually do a prediction. Yeah. What do you think? Just I have nothing. F- I don't any, even remember
0: what the poster looks like. Going off of title alone, what do you
1: think happens? It's about shadows. Okay. Really? Like because they you, follow. You think it, like a shadow that follows? Legitimately? Sure. No. Okay. No. I'm just trying to think of a thing that follows. A dog. Anything? A puppy. Okay.
0: It's a puppy who follows.
1: Yeah. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sc- Scariest movie ever made. Yes. All right. Well, we're gonna hit it up and see if Cameron's right about his puppy prediction on yep. the other side.
1: Puppy Goodbye. Prediction. We used to daydream about being old enough to go on dates. I had this image of myself. Holding hands with a really cute guy. Driving along some pretty road.
0: It's never about going anywhere, really. It's having some sort of
1: freedom, I guess. <gasps> okay. Are you awake? What are you doing? You're not going to believe me. And I need you to remember what I'm saying. This thing, it's going to follow you. Somebody gave it to me, and I passed it to you. Wherever you are, it's somewhere, walking straight for you. All you can do is pass it along to someone else. I'm scared. I need to find him. What did he really do to you?
0: Apparently, he used a fake name to rent a house in the city.
1: This isn't real, I swear to you, this is just some game her it gets me and goes straight down the line whoever started it what exactly is supposed to be following you i don't know
0: something happened that's not what she thinks okay you don't believe me mom no it's me everything's okay
1: It could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. It wasn't a puppy. And we're back. (laughs) Was it ever not a puppy
0: It wasn't a puppy You may hear a lawnmower Our landscapers are currently landscaping
1: (laughs) Escaping the land Escaping it
0: Uh, It was not a puppy Nope Tell me Cameron What you
1: thought of This film I thought it was I liked it a lot Because the concept is cool Yep ST Demon, as you put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the concept is neat. Um, not something you see in most horror movies. I mean, it, it was like a slasher Without prototype. Yeah, yeah. But it had a different twist I mean, on it top. feels like Halloween at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the one that
0: it's, it keeps getting compared to, and actually, the more I think about it, the, like, the more comparisons I make is Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and that makes perfect sense. Because
1: there's a sense of always having to be on your toes. Oh, yeah,
0: you can't fall asleep, really. I mean, yeah. you know. Uh,
1: if you do, you got to drive far away.
0: But even that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the imagery is, is very, you know, nightmarish. I mean, the suburban setting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, when it opened up in the, you know, camera shop, middle of the street, suburbia, you're like, this already feels like a horror movie. Yeah, what know?
0: about, so, uh, I mean... As far as
1: the production aspects, what did
0: you dislike? Like, I mean,
1: I think I liked. Um, I mean, pretty much everything. The way it was shot was really cool. It's really hard to gauge
0: because I, like, if I were to, if we, if I were to just come in here and and say what I thought you
1: thought of the movie, I didn't think you enjoyed it very much. So it's good that you did. (laughs) No, I did. Um, and I think it's, it's kind of what we had been talking about anyway, in that it's it's artsy. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. weird, but it's it yeah. has arty leanings, I guess. Yeah, and I
0: think, I mean, that's a, the difference between, like, I mean, it had a purpose. There's a lot of, like, you know, films that just try to be abstract for the for the sake of being abstract. And it's mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, that doesn't help anybody. Yeah. You know? So, I feel like because this one is purpose-driven and, you know, has a story. And, I mean, yeah, it does leave you with questions. But, okay, I don't... You know, we talked about this during Mad Max, Uh, the retrospective for that. You know, Fury Road doesn't tell you the plot Mm -hmm. in the trailers and the promo material. You know, there are things you are left wondering about, but you world build. You have to fill in some of the holes in the world building. Sure. And I feel like it's the same as true with the mythology of the ST Demon. I mean, you've got to you've got to figure some of it out.
1: Yeah. Whether it's right or not. I think I mean, in my mind, it's hard to like the first death yeah, the the question of um, where does that person fall in the timeline is raised, but with the ending, I just get the feeling that ends up happening to everybody. I mean, they're yeah. eventually like, you know what, I'm done.
0: Well, I mean, you know, that girl could have been the girl that Hugh slept with in mm-hmm. the bar. You know, we don't really know,
1: right? Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I I love the ending. Mm-hmm. I remember it was great seeing it both time in the theaters. Both times, people uh were furious at the ending. Yeah. Furious. The first time it was this girl and like her her boyfriend and, I just that's so stupid. It's just like really like Yeah. You know, and then uh
1: second time was a middle aged group. Let's, we'll point at least point this microphone oh, elsewhere. Yeah.
0: Well oh, there it is. Good yeah. and loud. Hey you oh. hear it? Yep.
1: I'm sure you do. <laughs> Uh, but anyway. Speaking of It Follows. <laughs> hey, hey, These lawnmowers.
0: There. Am I right? <laughs> um, but the second time was a middle-aged group. Uh, maybe a little older than middle-aged, who, uh, well, it was good up until that fucking ending. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just, or, you know, that was the biggest waste of fucking time, I swear, you know, and just, it, Yeah. It, uh, it's a, I mean, I can see where it could be a very polarizing movie.
1: Well, I mean, I didn't feel happy at the no, end. No, no. But, or I wasn't like, oh, great ending. Yeah. But at the same time, it fits with the movie and to me, it's going to end the way it started. hmm With those two eventually giving up. You think, you don't think that they'll continue well, to try Well, you to can't fight. kill it. Apparently. No? So, I don't know if it just forms into a big, gross blood pool and then there's just, like, reforms or whatever. Oh, They're, in the pool? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's
0: an, I mean... Th- and I feel like the reason for that is... I mean, there's so much symbolism in this film. Mm-hmm. There's just... Every time I've watched... This is my third time seeing it, and I I just keep pulling stuff away from it, you know? and
1: Like, about periods and...
0: Well, I mean... Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> That's just gotta be in there somewhere, right? You know,
0: I mean... Well, I mean, just... The idea of... I mean, the, the idea of sexuality and... and sure. You know... There, I mean, there's just a... There's a ton. There's a ton going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Was
1: there stuff you didn't like? Um, there were times when the acting felt, like, slightly stiff, but never to the point where it felt out of place. Like, horror... If you're gonna have stiff acting, horror or action is the place to do it. Okay. And... um, But again, that was only, like, a few moments.
0: I'm on the opposite of that. I feel like... Uh... I don't know if it's stiff, but just I feel like every one of these kids is real. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's no there's well not that's what I'm of-
1: saying. It was more just sour notes than it was a bad actor. Okay. Like there was nobody in it that I was like, oh, that person sucks. Right. It was just a couple of things that like, oh, that felt actory. You yeah. know. Um. But I mean, really, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of stuff I didn't like. And I'm not really coming up with anything. Well, I like the pacing. Yeah. I yeah. liked the the weird, like, spinny camera stuff. I mean, yeah, just the um,
0: aesthetic of it is I mean, well, you know, it's like I told you, I mean, this is the closest thing to our next film, you know, that I'd like to emulate. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, just the, the, the look of it and just the uh the palette, um, everything just feels really grounded you know mm-hmm. um they do some great work with the camera but everything there's not you know it's cinematic without being like Deacon cinematic you know like i mean it's it's it doesn't call attention to itself right right i don't um, think and it just I, I don't know there's a lot of perspectives in the film as far as the camera goes that i feel are really interesting yeah. and a lot of fun um i do you uh, do you agree with the the assessment that there isn't a wasted frame in the film
1: that kind of depends on how necessary you think those spinny camera moments are, okay. because if you were to if anything were to hit the you know the editing room floor, right you feel I like- think most people would agree that that's what it would be that being said, I enjoyed them, but okay. I could see how other people wouldn't
0: there are I know some of the you know the the criticisms have been uh, you know the stuff like uh, like with the blades of grass where she's you know lining them up on her knee. Um. and to me this time that kind of stood out as well there's five of them she ends up picking five blades of grass
1: yeah and to me it just it's, felt like you know just something she was doing like it could symbolize something but i but what, I, how what was the criticism is what I well say? that
0: it did that it, you know just it's like too artsy fartsy and i mm, but i feel I like they're so. with that kind of stuff i feel like they're is a reason for all of it. You know, like, well
1: that and it just felt real. It just felt like something that character would be doing, right. whether it meant anything or not. Right. It's maybe it's artsy fartsy if she were doing that and the director were to come out and be like, hey, if you didn't pick up on the fact that those blades of grass represented blah blah blah, then right. you're kind of dumb. Like that's the only <laughs> time I would have been like, yeah, that's and
0: you're kinda dumb.
1: That's that would have been the only time I would have been not for that. Right. But again it just felt like some idle to me it just felt like some idle movement and it felt real, you know? hmm I was not distracted by it. Score's oh. great. Oh man. Um, I liked the it has like a like very like dissonant like grungy tone yeah. to the synthesizers, but also one that's kind of retro which I mean it kinda seems like the movie takes place in late eight mid to late eighties or I something. Mean it,
0: but then, you, like the thing with the e-reader, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, there's I mean, some weird stuff about it. But nobody's, but that, but that's
0: what's interesting. Like, that is another thing that's strong criticism. Is like they're trying too hard to be timeless. I disagree completely. I feel like it's timeless, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel like there is a is a an emphasis mm-hmm. on you know it being like that. They were trying too hard. He he wanted to make a timeless film, and he did.
1: Well, it almost feels like. Pulp Fiction, in that sense, because yeah, sure. um, actually this movie is a direct rip off of Pulp Fiction. I need no. you to shut your um, mouth the that. because the car, some of the cars clearly are new, right? Um, but then
0: most of the like character cars are not new. Yeah, like
1: period. And there's a lot of like I was saying, a lot of denim jackets going on, and a lot of things Which that, you really liked. Yeah, yeah, man, favorite part of the movie. <laughs> it seemed to be um, anything that one guy was wearing, I was all about it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's effective, it's scary, um, in the way you feel like, in a way that's very intentional, I feel like. It's unrelenting,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, um, I mean, you feel that, that sense of urgency all the time. Um, I feel like this falls victim to the same thing that Babadook did, where people are miscategorizing it. Yeah. Uh, but both films were called the scariest movies of, you know. X and Y, you know. I mean, yeah. I don't think that Duke is a terrifying film. Mm-hmm. It's a very unsettling film, and it has scary moments. I can agree with that, and I feel like the same is true of it follows. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm very unsettled by that movie. Yeah. Still, still.
1: Yeah, watching. that's the thing. I was never. There was only a couple moments where I was like, felt that horror stress right. of oh, don't lock yourself in the shed, right? Whatever that kind of thing. Um, but there aren't. I was. Can oh. you not? Sorry. Mm-hmm. My fault. Can you not though? Oh, you know what? Um, <laughs>
0: just getting, um, getting what I give, I guess.
1: Yeah. So, wh- what are we even talking about? Oh, the horror element. Of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, I no. fucked everything up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just felt like unsettling is the word. Yeah. I don't need it. Like, I get, I get annoyed when uh, people, you know, have that attitude of well, it wasn't scary or whatever. Because that's not you that isn't know, being... something that exists anymore, right? I don't and, think and, scary exists, right? And being being quote unquote scared, that maybe that's that may not have been the director's intention. It right. may have been, and to me, it's almost harder to make somebody feel weird, make yeah. them feel unsettled. Well, so, so
0: when this when this um, came out, that I put I had written a piece about uh, what I thought. In terms of the, the horror of the film. Mm-hmm. Let's take two examples. Insidious 3 is coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's take it follows. In the trailer for Insidious 3, there's a moment where one of the characters, or the fa- the father and daughter character, uh, are talking that somebody has leapt out of a window. And the father creeps to the edge, and we, we're kind of over his shoulder, and he looks over. There's nothing there. The daughter does the same thing. Jump scare. Mm-hmm. Now, let's take it follows. She creeps to the edge of the pool. Nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there's symbolism in what she does find.
1: Yeah.
0: That's more effective. That's yeah. always, always, always we're in a generation now where you have to do that. Jump scares are cheap and mm-hmm. they're effective for a moment, but they don't they don't
1: Nobody's like, oh man, the jump scares. Like, yeah, that they don't they don't retain
0: it. any power. Mm-hmm. The symbolism of what she does see retains power. Yeah. It's a talking point. Mm-hmm. I would rather talk about it than, than be scared by it. Right. You know, and if even... and if, I get pissed off by that shit now. It's cheap.
1: Well, yeah. I've never I've never been... I don't know that anybody's ever been a fan of jump scares. I hope not, because that's a really dumb thing to like. Yeah, I mean... It's it, like being a big fan of uh, twist endings for the... Like, the ones that are written for the sake of being a twist. Right. Um like to me those have always been really cheap and really Can you think of an example off hand?
0: Um <coughs> of like a film where you were like that was just Well, for the purpose of I being mean a twist. it's
1: he's punching bag right now but in Night Shyamalan, I mean just a, a lot of his stuff where you're like really did there need to be a twist ending? Right. You know, there nothing is gained by Mr. Glass being the villain. Nothing is gained by the village being you know in in a modern time sorry if you haven't seen those it's not worth your time to begin with but i like unbreakable uh unbreakable yeah okay i can almost forgive that one but Um, the village for sure and there's this one movie that to me is like the prototypical example of like just the horrible twisting it's called uh employee of the month and it's got Matthew Matt Dillon, right? Matt Dillon in yeah. it. It's got like three twist endings. Okay, I bar- I saw this over ten years ago, and I don't remember much about it. That's I just right. remember it was like twist ending, boom, twist ending, boom, twist ending. I yeah. was, I hated it.
0: Um, but I mean, good point. You know, it's it's this thing of why you know there's no mm-hmm. need there's no need for this, right? Um, and I that's what I really appreciate about it. Appreciate about it follows. I appreciate. That, I appreciate mm-hmm. it from start to finish. <laughs> um, you know, I really appreciate what the director... I mean, he's not... He's not taking you by the hand. hmm You know? He's not cramming anything down your throat. I mean, he's really letting it... Letting you encounter the plot.
1: hmm
0: He's letting you encounter the tone. Um, I don't feel like I'm being bashed over the head. I feel like there's maybe... And this is, the, like, the lightest criticism I could possibly give this movie, because I, I think it's, it's... I wouldn't... I hesitate to say perfect, because, you know... I think that you lose some credibility when you say that, but i mm-hmm. I feel like it's very nearly um i mean it's it's it, the flaws are very few and far between right uh but there i mean I feel like there's a few of the music cues that are a little heavy handed mm-hmm. but other than that you know i mean i can like I can stomach through and they're and they're never in points where i'm like it it affects the drama of the film, yeah you know um they're they're very simple. There's there's one synth cue that happens maybe twice in the film that I'm just like, uh, I think it's where she's getting ready for her first date, mm-hmm. and it's just very retro. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That almost, one, yeah. almost like eight bit or sixteen bitty, where it's just yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, the disaster, the, the artist was disaster piece, and I mean, the score is one of the big takeaways from the film, so mm-hmm. much so that it received a vinyl release. Yeah. From Nicholas Wing, winding, wind, wingding <laughs> reference. The guy who did Drive, he has a oh. he he curates a vinyl collection, on mm-hmm. uh, Milan Records, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just he released that one, and uh, they just did RoboCop actually, okay. <laughs> which is, but yeah, I mean it. I this is one of those films that I feel like again is gonna kick off this new, or I mean again not new. But a new um era sure. of these really artfully done um very powerful horror movies mm-hmm. and we need that you know I'm, I'm, we're tired of we're tired it's of the human remake.
1: centipede and saw
0: and yeah, which you know even uh, the, human centipede three just premiered mm-hmm. panned, panned across the board I mm-hmm. mean, so okay. <laughs> You know, let's. It doesn't matter if it's going to make money anymore. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's never going to go away. The idea that the bottom dollar is always going to be the bottom dollar, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, we need, you know, we need more films like this. Yeah, for sure. So, well, man, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. So am I. Good. What <laughs> no, this, this would have been a very awkward conversation? Yes. Uh, you have anything else to contribute? I don't think so. Well, good. Not good that you don't have anything else, but good <laughs> that you liked it. Uh, well, cool. Well, this has been a kind of a, a different episode, if you haven't seen that, but still an episode of Bigger Show. Mm-hmm. You have been... Can't be just... I have been Mike D. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Watch your back. We're gonna need a big show. We're gonna need a bigger, bigger,
1: bigger, bigger... We're gonna need a big show. We're gonna need a bigger show with Mike, Kevin Guest...